0: Hello again, it's Sayla and I'm going to be talking about a real special Christmas special. (laughs) It's called A Charlie Brown Christmas, I'm sure many people have known about this film. It's a little over 50 years old and it's such a staple of Christmas in itself. Um, I watch this every year with my family, I'm a big Christmas nut. and. I just love this film. I love everything about it. It's so simple. I love I love the I love all the simplicity in it. And basically what the story is, is that Charlie Brown is feeling depressed about you know what is what is Christmas about? There has to be more than just buying presents, getting money, going to shop for Christmas trees. That all seems real mundane. And he just wants to find something that can have worth to him for Christmas. So he tries to find it by directing a little school play. And so many hijinks ensues. <laughs> it's so funny. I love this part. Um Snoopy keeps messing around with Lucy. They keep dancing every like five minutes. It's real funny. Schroeder keeps playing his piano and Charlie Brown is just tearing his hair out if he has any hair (laughs) um, to try and stop everything and have all the kids pay attention. So he realizes shortly that they need something to bring the Christmas spirit up. At least that's what the other kids say because it just seems kind of boring. The play they're doing is the nativity story and they just wanted something to bring in a little flash. So Charlie Brown goes with Linus to the Christmas tree lot and they try to look for a tree. Um, every, all those trees are, like, so, uh, so fake. They're so metal, um, very brightly colored. It's just real, I guess it's real mundane. Um, so Charlie Brown finds this little spindly little Christmas tree that's in the middle of all of these big, big bulking trees, and... He just falls in love with it, just because of how... how plain it looks. It's basically a little... it's a little stubbly piece of wood, with needles barely hanging on. And when he brings it back, everybody's so upset with him and making fun of him. And so, he's just... he's just kind of at a loss for words about what Christmas is. And that's when Linus shows up, and he starts reading a passage from the Bible about Jesus' coming and how the angels talk to the shepherds i really like this part too it seemed like only there would be people it's very rarely that people would be so bold to put that in a christmas special back then um which i thought that was really really cool on their part so that from that charlie brown just kind of leaves the play and starts to contemplate, and because of that, because of Jesus' birth and his coming to save us, he he realizes that Christmas has way more worth than he realized. And that's basically the whole synopsis of the story. I love it. I love A Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, it was created by Charles Schultz, who is a very, he's the creator of the Peanuts. Um, the Peanuts were actually a comic strip before they were specials and they're very well known and they're pretty funny i really recommend that you would read them um uh, i would give this rating i would rate this a 9 out of 10 just because it's such a staple in christmas films um it's been around for a little over 50 years and because of the simplicity i think that's what brings this film to be so memorable it's the most simplest thing you could ever think of the backgrounds are simple the music's very soft The animation's even choppy, but I think that's what contributes to how memorable this is. Because, again, it's simple, it's very simple, and that's what we need. That's what we need today sometimes, because today many movies are trying to compete for our attention, and there's so many films that just kind of get so crowded into stories. There's so many different story arcs that you can't even tell which one they're going on. and. I, that's why I really enjoy Charlie Brown Christmas. It's kind of like a rest from all this bombastic uh, From all the craziness that goes on in other films So if you haven't seen a Charlie Brown Christmas, you definitely should it's such a staple of Christmas media and Christmas is coming soon guys, so Hi, it's Sayla again. I'm going to be reviewing a Christmas film you guys probably know it already, it's called Elf. Super funny movie, and I was just going to get an opinion from my mom to see how she likes Elf. Well, hi mom. Hi. So how do you like the movie Elf? I love it. It makes me laugh. And I think it's a great holiday movie for the family to get good laughs out of thanks mom (laughs) um so if you guys haven't known about the movie it's um it's the story of a human man who actually grows up in the north pole and he just loves everything about christmas you could say this his name is buddy and It's super, it's a really funny movie, but once he finds out that he has a human family, he wants to go down over there to see him, and just a whole bunch of funniness happens. The dad has no recollection of Buddy at all, and he's just wondering, like, okay, where the heck did you come from? It's a super, super funny movie, but basically it's about what, um... It's basically about family, really. Family and being together at Christmas. That, and it's just a full-on comedy. It's really funny. You should definitely check it out. And if I would give this film a rating, I'd say... Shoot. I guess I'd give this a 9 out of 10. Like the Charlie Brown Christmas, because... Super funny. (laughs) That's really it. I never even saw this when it came out. I was too little, anyway. And I saw it a couple of years ago, and I just couldn't stop laughing. Ever since then, my family and I just kept watching it. Um, again, it's a really fun movie. If if you haven't seen Elfie, you definitely should. It's a good Christmas film. And I'll talk to you guys later. Actually, I just wanted to add in a couple more things, um, so the main character buddy is played by Will Ferrell, if, (laughs) Will Ferrell's super funny, if you haven't seen any of his movies, he's like really, really funny, um, and he just owns this role, um, again, it's a really, really nice Christmas film, um. great, it's a great Christmas film. If you haven't seen it, you definitely should, like I said in the last couple seconds ago. And, um, Christmas is coming, guys. So get excited, it's time to start freaking out all those Christmas movies. And again, Elf is really, a really, really, really good movie. You definitely should go and see it. Um, you'll definitely get a lot of laughs out of it. Um... I can't remember which company made this, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head and unfortunately I can't remember, Um, but it is a really good film, you guys should watch it, and that's really all I have to say about Elf, 9 out of 10, it's a good movie, it's super funny, and I'll see you guys later. Alright, we're doing another one, another Christmas movie. Um, This one is one of my personal favorites. Um, This is Frosty the Snowman, if you guys have heard of it. That one in itself is another classic Christmas film. I really, really love this one. Like I grew up watching this since I was little and I liked it a little better than Rudolph actually. Um, I used to have, like, a stuffed doll, Frosty. I was really, I, like, really liked this character a lot. Um, it's a good little film, again, I think, like the Charlie Brown Christmas, because it's nothing really, like, in animation and in story to rant and rave about. It's really, I guess, the simplicity of the story and the animation. I think that's what makes this movie so classic. Um... Again, I really love. I love the character. I love how he says "Happy Birthday" whenever he comes alive, and I just love how naive he is. Frosty is just my absolute favorite. I also like the little girl Karen. She's so cute, and I just love how she sticks with Frosty through the whole, uh, the whole journey to the North Pole. Even though she's shivering cold, she's still going with Frosty. <laughs> And also the little rabbit that's from the magician, which is the villain of the film. He's not really that big of a threat. He's just he just wants his hat back, which Frosty has on. Um, Hocus Pocus is the basically the magician's rabbit. He's super cute too. He sides with the good guys, and he's he's just a cute, quiet little rabbit. But he makes a whole bunch of little. Little faces, little gestures. He's really, I guess, a comedic relief with um, Frosty and Karen. It's super cute. Um, I guess my favorite scene is when. Gosh. Oh, I love the. <laughs> I love the part where they're just walking around, the police officer stops them, and he's asking Frosty all these questions, and then he just says, Ah, uh, what does he say? These silly snowmen. Once they come to life, they don't know nothing. <laughs> come to life! And then he just chokes on his whistle. <laughs> it's super funny. Um, this song, I love this song. Again, it's, it's a simple Christmas movie. Um, basically, Frosty comes to life because of the magician's hat. Once the magician sees that his hat really does have magic powers because this magician's nothing, he's just a amateur magician he all he ruins his magic tricks he's just really he's a really pathetic magician, <laughs> and when he finds out that his hat d- really does have magic powers, he just will do anything to get back. He chases frosty and Karen and Hocus Focus all the way to the North Pole just to get that hat um but that's pretty much it for the story. Again, it's it's not the rant and rave about, but its simplicity is what makes it. Um, this film was in 1969. Uh, the narrator is Jimmy Durant, which is a, he's a very classic, I believe, movie star. Um, it's it's pretty funny because Frosty the Snowman kind of has like a little trilogy. Um, there are multiple Frosty the Snowman movies out there, they're not made by Rankin Bass, I don't- at least I don't think they are. Um, except for Frosty's Winter Wonderland, which I like that one too, that one's a cute one. You could say that that one was a sequel. Then there was Frosty Returns, which had a completely different animation style. It was weird, it was kind of like, a little bit of Rankin Bass animation, but also Peanuts animation. It was because it was directed by Bill Melendez and produced by Lee Mendelssohn, which they were the ones that were mostly in charge with Charles Schultz in making the Peanuts specials. Um, That was really cool to see. And every one of these films was narrated by some type of celebrity, like Jimmy Durant. I think Andy Griffith did Frosty's Winter Wonderland. I can't remember who does Frosty Returns. And the newest one was *The Legend of Frosty the Snowman*, and that was, that was narrated by Burt Reynolds. So, I don't know if that's a thing with this one—if they just get higher celebrities as narrators. But it's a, it's a nice little touch. Um, I think I would rate this movie a, Jeez. eight. I'll, I'll do an eight out of ten just because it's really, n- Merry Christmas, everybody! Here's another. Um, Christmas film review, I'm going to be doing Mickey's Christmas Carol now. This one's so special to me, because Mickey's always had a soft spot in my heart, and I love Disney. I'm a very big Disney fan. Um, I mean, (laughs) really, who isn't a Disney fan? They're so well-known, and yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Um... It's a nice little adaptation of The Christmas Carol, and if you haven't seen it, or if you haven't read A Christmas Carol, basically, it's about a man named Scrooge who basically is this really cruel, a really cruel man who... And it's not really that he has anything against Christmas, I don't think. It's just that he doesn't really have any kindness for anyone at all. Christmas is the epitome, a holiday of kindness, so I guess this is why people would say that Scrooge would hate Christmas. Um, so he gets visited by the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future, and they teach him a lesson on why you know, he needs, he needs his humanity, he can't just be living like, he can't be living like such a cruel person, um, so Mickey's Christmas Carol hits it on the nail, and they have a lot of classic characters, I love it, um, first with Ebenezer Scrooge's main role, you got Scrooge McDuck, um, I love, I like Scrooge McDuck, he's funny, and, uh, I'm sure you would know him better from DuckTales, if any of you have seen DuckTales. I, I myself haven't seen the original one, but I've seen the newer version, the rebooted version of DuckTales, which I really enjoy. Um, then you got Mickey as Bob Cratchit. Uh, I love this. I love the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future, but the Ghost of Christmas Past is Jiminy Cricket. The Ghost of Christmas Present is Willy the Giant, which he's from a 1940s package film called Fun and Fancy Free, Um, and then the Ghost of Christmas Future is Pig Leg Pete, which that part used to scare the wits out of me when I was little. (laughs) It's a really good adaptation, and probably one of the most well-known adaptations of A Christmas Carol, maybe next to the Muppets. Muppet Christmas Carol, which debuted 1992. I could be getting that wrong. Um, this was actually a 25-minute short, and it was it, it. It debuted in 1983, right before The Rescuers. So this was paired with The Rescuers in theaters. It's kind of the same as like Olaf's Frozen Adventure right now with Coco. Uh, I have yet to see Coco, I want to see it so bad. Um, if I would give this film a rating, I'd say I'd give it a 9 out of 10. It's really good. Um, alright guys, I'll talk to you later. Actually, I almost forgot something. (laughs) Let me see. If you haven't seen Mickey's Mickey's Christmas Carol, again, there are so many other versions of Christmas Carol. This is one of the better ones. I really, it's, I wouldn't say, actually, I wouldn't say a better one. There probably are many good ones. But this one, I would say, has the most, uh, oh gosh. I'd say this one would be the most memorable out of any version of Christmas Carol besides Muppets. Because it's, it's just with characters that we know. You have Mickey, you have Donald Goofy. Um, you even have older characters from the package films, or Scrooge McDuck. Um, you have Jiminy. And it's just a really cute film. It's kind of like this... Um, I guess you would say this is kind of like a Disney reunion Which kind of this which is why Disney fans like me really like this film because there's so many like obscure Disney characters from different movies, along with Mickey and the others. So it's just really it's a really cool little Easter egg type movie. If you can name all of the characters and that's really fun to do. Um again, I would give this film a nine out of ten because Again, the, the memorabilia factor, I guess, or I'm, I'm not even saying that right, I'm sure. Um, the nostalgic factor, the, the, hi guys, we're doing another Christmas Carol review. I couldn't help myself, I wanted to review the Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, this one I've seen, I've seen so many times in trailers and commercials on my old VHS tapes when I was younger. For the longest time, I wanted to see it and I never did until maybe I was 16 or I don't know, maybe even a little younger than that. But I remember seeing it on Netflix. I completely fell in love with it. Unfortunately, I only saw it once, but I kind of remember a bulk of it. Um, What can you say about the Muppets? They're classic. Um, If you've seen the Muppets show, it's super funny. My family and I, we really like the Muppets. They're just super funny. Um, this film was, this film debuted in 1992, and this was kind of, it was kind of the very beginnings of the merger with the Muppets, with the Jim Henson Company and Disney. So, Disney actually produced The Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, it was a musical, as most Muppet movies are. I just love this one. Again, I'm sure a lot of people remember Muppet Christmas Carol the same as Mickey's Christmas Carol. Um... It has Gonzo and Rizzo narrating. Um, actually, Gonzo's Charles Dickens, and there, him and Rizzo are just going around, kind of like narrating the story, but also getting into the hijinks and going where Scrooge is going to. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of very memorable songs. I really like this movie, just just mostly because it is a musical. I love musicals and, um, it's funny, like, it still is The Christmas Carol, but yet it still kind of has that Muppet touch, where you can see all the little gags and the hygienes and all the sarcasticness that the Muppets have. It's a really fun movie. Um, the same, it's basically an adaptation of A Christmas Carol again, just like Mickey's. Um, Scrooge is a... He's a very cruel uh, older man, and it's again, it's not that he hates Christmas. He just doesn't. He doesn't care about. Um, he really doesn't care about other people. He only looks out for himself, and he also loves his money. And so, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future come to like show him. what what his wrongdoings are, and if he doesn't change, then it could be certain doom for him. And that's how he learns to love Christmas. And for this one, they don't have, like, specific Muppet characters playing uh, these roles. They actually have whole new puppets for these. I remember the Ghost of Christmas Future looked really weird. It's basically... It's a huge- it's a huge puppet. It's probably the size of, like, Big Bird or something. And it's just this cloak, and he just has a gaping hole in that cloak where the face is. It's weird. (laughs) I guess one of my favorite scenes in this film is... (laughs) So, there's- in Scrooge's past, he has a boss, a real nice cheery boss named Fezziwig and they have this he goes back to see this huge christmas party that he puts on for the entire town and in this (laughs) in this version it's fozzy wig so fozzy plays the part of fezzy wig it's super funny because i love i love fozzy bear he's funny and the band is dr teeth and the electric mayhem band so they'll start playing classical music at Maybe the very beginning of the dance, but then all of a sudden, animal starts going crazy, and then they start playing a jazzy tune. <laughs> That's what I mean when they have like the Muppet when they have the Muppet touch to the Christmas Carol. Oh gosh, this movie I think deserves a nine out of ten because um, it's just it's super good. It's super good. It keeps faithful to the original Christmas Carol. Again, it's the Muppets because it's—they have their own—they have their own special type of comedy that they'll use, and they incorporate that into each part of the movie. I love the songs, and it's just a really good and classic Christmas film. If you guys haven't seen it, it's really really fun. It's a good movie to watch. Um, I myself have only seen it once, but I definitely remember it, and I really want to find a way to get this film because it's so hello it's say again. i'm going to be talking about um santa claus is coming to town it's another reagan bass christmas special i never even uh explained what reagan bass is so it's a company that is uh founded by two people um arthur rankin and jules bass and they they basically make most of the Christmas specials that we see on TV, like this one, Rudolph, Frosty, um, the Little Drummer Boy. They've made them all, and I really like them. I really like their style of animation. It's something I've never seen before, and something I haven't seen in the f- like something I haven't seen in the present either, or in the near future. Maybe we'll bring this back. Who knows? Um, Basically, it's kind of like... I'd say it's puppetry. It looks like a mix of puppetry and stop motion, just the way it looks. Um, This one is, I'd say, it's about an hour long. Fred Astaire is narrating it. And it's a really cute little film, but it tells about the history of... And the story of Santa Claus. and, And it goes into his his birth his younger life and when he starts um, giving toys to children there's the main villain that he goes to see is called the burgermeister meister burger and there's a little place near the north pole that he runs called somber town and while santa uh, well, while uh, chris kringle is growing up with mrs C- with uh, it's not mrs claus it's Oh, I can't remember her name, <laughs> but with the elves and the other, I guess, older Mrs. Claus, she tells him that, you know, he doesn't like anything, any joy, any toys and stuff like that. So Chris Kringle kind of takes it on himself to go over there and try to cheer the kids up. Which he does, and the kids really love it, but the Burgermeister always gets in the way and tries to take everything that they have and tries to take their joy. It's a really cute little, um, it's a cute little film. I like it, and it's a, it's another musical, um, let's see, it's a really, um, this one's classic too, I think, it's a really classic, um, it's a really classic special, and, I like this one. There's a little penguin that Kris Kringle goes with, and his name is Topper. He's a little penguin with a scarf. It's super cute. As far as favorite scenes go, I can't remember the my favorite. I guess I like it when the Burgermeister f- finds out that the kids are playing with toys. He's so oblivious of it, but then his little... Um, uh, I guess you'd say his right-hand man kind of like reminds him that... Well, what are you doing? These are toys. And then <laughs> the Burgermeister starts freaking out and starts stealing all the toys from the kids. So I guess that part makes me laugh. Um, yeah, and this is really cute. It... Ah, uh, gosh. It's a cute little film. I like it. And... Let me see. There's so many other little songs, but, you know christmas special can't be a christmas special without songs um if i would give this a rating i guess i would give it gosh a seven out of ten and mostly because uh, it's not one of my favorites but I, I enjoy it still. Again, it's it doesn't have like the same nostalgic factor as say Rudolph or Frosty, but it's still a good it's still a good special, and it's a classic rink and bass. It's a classic Christmas special. So if you haven't seen this one, I definitely recommend that you should see it. It's a really good little short. Um, well, that's pretty much all I have to say about Santa Claus is coming to town. Definitely watch it. It's still good. Even though I gave it a 7 out of 10 rating, it's still worth the watch. And I'll talk to you guys later. Merry early Christmas. Hi, it's Sayla again. I'm going to be talking about The Little Drummer Boy now. It's a really good little film. Um, It's basically the story of the birth of Jesus in in a different form so the little drummer boy is basically based on the song it goes into a whole uh, story how this little boy he he's the one that plays the drum for Jesus but as, as the story progresses he hates people because they killed his family and that's kind of like his journey of how how he learns to forgive people and how once he sees the Messiah, he realizes that Wow, this person really does care for me. It's a really special it's a really special little short or short film. Um and it was another Reagan Bass special and it was made in nineteen sixty eight, I believe. Um I, l- I really like the animation. I like the songs. It's real different from all the other Christmas specials simply because you know, there's not there's not Christmas stuff. It's really the story of this little boy in Bethlehem and making his him and his exodus to Bethlehem. It's this is in Bible times, so I really I really like it how it t- kind of takes a different um, setting for Christmas, and it it always it's really. Um, It's- it's my- I really like it. (laughs) I like this story. And, um, I would say, gosh, I don't even know if I have a favorite scene in this one, though. It's not my, uh, I don't- I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I did grow up with this one. Um, you know what? No, I do like this. <laughs> um, I really do like this special. It's something that's real special to me. And, um, I just love hearing the story of Jesus' birth. It's always good, and it's always refreshing to hear that story. And, um... Uh, if I give this film a rating, I'd say... Mm say I would give this, uh, I'll give this an 8 out of 10. And mostly because, again, it's different, it's different from the other Christmas specials that we've talked about. Um, it's a very, it's kind of slow, but I think that kind of works with the story. Um, it's a really good, it's a really good little film. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely, it's it's worth a watch but it could be some people's cup of tea. It could not. Um If you do watch it, it's really just... it's, it's a really good... it's a really cute little film. It's another classic Christmas special. Um. Uh, let's see... And so yes, it was made in 1968. Actually, there was They actually made a sequel for the story, um, they made a sequel for The Little Drummer Boy back in 1976. I really wish that Rankin Bass was still going to today, because it seems like they kinda lost steam once the 80s and 90s came around. The 60s and 70s were like their time, where they made all of the Christmas specials that we know and love. it kind of feels like they disappeared off the face of the earth once that was done. <laughs> One day, I hope maybe, maybe they'll bring that type of animation style back. Who knows? But overall, I, I really like the story. I really like the song. There's that one's. This one's a musical too, and uh, the songs aren't really memorable uh, except for the title song, of course. Um. They're still catchy songs, I guess, <laughs> but that's all I really have to say about the little drummer boy. It's eight out of ten. It's really, enjo- it's an enjoyable film. Um, merry early Christmas. Hi everyone, I'm back again with another Christmas cinema reviews. That's the title of my podcast. I know it's been. Just, uh, eight episodes in and I haven't thought of a title yet, so my title is going to be Christmas Cinema Reviews, and I'm going to be reviewing um, The Year Without a Santa Claus. This one is a story about Santa getting sick and Mrs. Claus, and there are a couple of other characters who try to um, go to Earth and talk to the kids to try and help him to get back into his uh to get back into the swing of things so because he doesn't want to go and deliver the presents so they're trying to like help him to get back up and say oh come on you gotta you gotta deliver these presents um so i th- i believe this animation is stop motion again it's another rank and bass special um, this one's actually a little longer than the other than the other specials we talked about, I think. Mostly these specials are about 30, 30 minutes long. This one could be an hour, maybe. I think, I believe it's an hour, maybe even a little more than an hour. Um, so, to help me out with talking about The Year Without a Santa Claus, I invited my dad on the podcast. So, I'm going to turn the mic over to him. And... So, Dad, what's your, uh, what do you think about the year without a Santa Claus? I really enjoyed it as a kid growing up. So, it's one of our favorites, even now, watching it when Christmas time comes around. It's one of those Christmas specials we enjoy watching together because of watching it as a kid. So, it still is a, a fun cartoon to watch. And what do you think like what what's your favorite character from this film? There are a couple of characters. you got Santa, you have Mrs. Claus, the heat miser and the snow miser. Um, so which one is your favorite? The favorite I'd have to say your favorites are the heat miser and the cold miser because they duke it out, but then Mother Nature puts them in check, so I like. Kinda like all of those three there. (laughs) Thank you, Dad. Um, so mostly I I enjoy this film, just like my dad. I kinda I grew up watching this too while I was growing up. And it's kind of become a tradition for my family to just watch this film. Um, the animation's nice. There are songs in this one too that are pretty catchy. Um, I like the voice talent, it's really good. Mickey Rooney seems to be the guy for Rankin Bass to play Santa Claus and he always does a good job. If you don't know who Mickey Rooney is, he's, uh, he's a classic uh, cinema star. Um, I can't really think of the movies he's done off the top of my head, but I think he did Breakfast at Tiffany's uh, with Audrey Hepburn and he's done he's done many others. Unfortunately, he passed away not too long ago, though. Um, If I could rate this film, I'd say I'd give it. mm, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. It's really, it's a really classic film. I mean, all of the Rankin Fast movies are. And I I like the Christmassy feeling to it, I love the songs. They're real catchy. They're not too memorable, but once they'll get stuck in your head, especially the Heat Miser and the uh, Snow Miser song. Um, That's all I have to say on the Here With That of Santa Claus. Once again, thank my dad, or thank you to my dad for joining the podcast. And I'll talk to you guys later.